0: Higway in or boy out? That is the question. While the prodigal son returns, but should we be getting him back in our teams? Two games are better than one, or are they? And do we actually want chips with that? Hello and welcome to episode eleven of the FPL Renegades Podcast. Hi everyone and welcome to episode eleven of the FPL Renegades Podcast. We're here recording on Tuesday, the 29th of January. My name is Drew. And as always, I'm joined by my co-host, Willie. How are you, Willie? Well, Drew, how are you getting on? I'm in super Farm. I'm in great form myself. Uh, we're right bang in the middle of game week 24. Yep. It's quite exciting because we we're not watching the matches no, or watch checking going the results. So we'll just bang through this pod and Fire check out. how it all went at the end. So, something that... Really pleased me during the week is We got quite a lot of positive reaction To the pod the last few weeks Yeah we're getting a bit of traction on Twitter the last while Are we? We are yeah. uh, The listens are going up every week A um, few people recommending it Getting mentioned a little bit here and there And as you said to me earlier in the pub People, people don't, don't seem to hate us People don't hate us, that's always a start isn't it? That's always a win so it is <laughs> Yeah. We'll but take that. as always When there's positivity there's always going to be negativity as well You didn't say anything to me about negativity Willie, I, to be honest now, I try to shield you from the criticism. I, I take really it all on my own chest. Yeah, I don't really take it very well, do I? No, I think you wouldn't deal with it well. No. It might be the end. And has there been a lot of it? Not a lot now, but just this week, we've got a few uh, All right, hit me. bits of criticism. And now when I say criticism, I don't mean constructive criticism, because like I'm all up for that. Yeah, but just people But uh, Yeah, so quick fire round. I'm going to hit you with some of the... The negativity Tell me whether you agree Disagree Or tell those people Where to go I'm So off. Lads The podcast is too long Here The podcast is too long We're saying this every week We totally agree We really thought we'd have Nothing to say When we started the podcast But now we're like I really want to get it down To about 50 minutes And we're like An hour max Because like I know when I'm listening to podcasts Anything over an hour I don't want to listen to it So I don't know why you would But It's just so hard To cut it down That's a fair point yeah. Um Maybe you lads should drink less. <laughs> we should drink. Maybe you should drink more. I definitely don't think we should drink less. I think as Irish people, we're actually very sensible and we drink way less than the average Irish person consumes in a in a year. I think it's a fair point. Yeah, uh, we just do a lot of our drinking on Tuesdays. Now all of our drinking on a Tuesday. <laughs> yeah. Uh, a common theme is what the fuck is a kirk's? Is that guy real? What the fuck is a kirk's? So Kirk's actually is one of the founding members of the FPL Renegade Twitter most, page. He's most definitely real and podcast. Uh, they're both named after him. And he's flying in FPL this year because he's the only renegade out of the three of us. And definitely. he is flying at the minute now. Willie, I wouldn't want to give his exact rank and let yeah. people identify him. Yeah. But I can tell you that he is ranked somewhere between three thousand six hundred and thirty seven and three thousand six hundred and thirty nine. Yeah. So take and his name. Oh. <laughs> oh, Jesus. So he is flying but like at the start of the season again we were joking that he might win it He was ranked 290 overall at one point Just unbelievable isn't it But it's so Kirksey Yeah he's done this in the past He will often start off and be in the top K for the first 10-15 weeks And I don't think he's ever finished in the top no. 100k <laughs> He just fires away all his twi- all his um, chips Yeah. But I think this year it could be a bit different yeah, he's, he's on, on he's, Twitter now And we're He's on Twitter And he's on a WhatsApp group with us And we're Pretty much telling him Not to play his chick We're grooming Kirks Yeah I think he's <laughs> <laughs> grooming Kirks Yeah So uh I, I have high hopes for him But still You still don't really trust him Well I don't No I think he's gonna ball it But anyway In terms of that question Kirks is real Yeah So what the fuck is a Kirks He is He's a balding 35 year old Who just bought a new house And he's doing it up Because it's It's in a bad way so he can't, doesn't have time to do a pod with us. Fair enough. <laughs> so yeah, there you go. That's the, the full-blooded uh, answer. <laughs> Might as well be straight with the, um, with the listeners. <coughs> Another couple of viewers, and more than one, have said, you sound 12. Now, a lot of people say I look 12. I've taken this as criticism. I take it as a compliment. Yeah, maybe it's not written as criticism, but it's just like, you sound 12. No, trust me, we're old. No. Uh, you are... A middle aged father Turning of mi- two Father of two Two lovely children that. And I'm a middle aged Father of none So Getting married in the summer Yeah we're not 12 Sometimes I wish I was 12. 12 No we're out lads But I think it's better That we sound Kind of full of youthful yeah. Exuberance If we worse so we sound like Kirk If we sounded like 90 year olds Can you imagine You we were, were on the podcast Every week going yeah. Alright lads uh, I- Ashley Barnes <laughs> XGI And if Kirk was on the podcast That's right would sound like <laughs> He's old, balding, thirty five. All the things that were happy that were not. So, you know, I didn't even sound like a human there. Yeah. So I think it's good that we sound twelve. 12, and twelve. The last thing, and I found this very random, is one person said, You guys sound a little bit too pally with those hangover podcast fellas. Now they didn't expand on it, so I'm not fully sure what the negativity was there, but I definitely read it in a negative tone. We don't even know those hangover podcasts. I, we, I started listening to that podcast a few weeks ago. Yeah. Never met the guys. Uh, Ireland is a small <coughs> a small island, but not that it's small. It's not that small. We're in different regions. All, all I can say is I listen to loads of podcasts, and them, them lads like, they, they know they know their shit, but they don't take themselves seriously, and like that's yeah. what. Yeah, like and them like, like quite similar in that. I was night. lying awake at night wondering. What do they mean by this? Like, do yeah. they think we're after creating some sort of Irish podcasting cartel? Yeah, where <laughs> do you know we're blocking kind of fledgling podcasts? I think we are. I, 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 I think uh, Americans do think that like uh, everybody in Ireland knows each other. Like, yeah, and probably compared to the size of their country, it's yeah. a lot more uh, realistic. Yeah, but look, I'll say two things. Um, one. I would never recommend something without either listening to it or actually enjoying it. Um, i listen to loads of podcasts and there's very few that we recommend on here. Yeah, the the fact that those lads said a few kind words about our podcast a week or two ago uh, doesn't mean that we will just automatically reciprocate. No, we listened back and we were impressed. Not like that at all. And two, if I could click my fingers yeah. and we automatically took all of their followers and yeah. put them out of business, I would do it in a heartbeat. Fect them, they'd be gone like a shot. Yeah, For 10 more listeners, <laughs> I'd <do think. laughs> We would send them to the proverbial podcasting poorhouse. FBL Oblivion. Willie, because those <laughs> lads at the end of the day mean nothing to me. Absolutely nothing. So now that we've got all of that off our chest, <laughs> um, we were saying this podcast is probably going to be slightly different to other ones because we are right bam in the middle of game week 24. Yep. A large part of our weekly podcast is reviewing the previous Game weeks Yeah and analysing and the stats and stuff So, Yeah I think we do that quite well I don't know what I'm going to talk about And tonight. we don't have that this week No, And even looking ahead to game week 25 And I know it's a little bit different because there is a double But you can't really effectively nail your colours to the mast We don't know if there's going to be any injuries tonight We don't know who's going to score well And even knowing that a few teams have a double game week We're still a little bit in the dark yeah, just Even looking ahead to that Now we are going to look ahead later on in the podcast But it still adds a different dimension to this podcast Yeah definitely So I think we should start with Just a little recap Of how we set up for game week 24, 24. You'll fire ahead with that there Drew And then I, I won't be any more than 30 seconds a minute with my team my analysis Perfect So as a lot of people were recommending this week I rolled my free transfer The right thing to just do My squad was in a grand position and just with the we had a lack of knowledge about the double game week it c- hadn't been announced yeah until maybe a few days ago and i was looking at my team and thought it's in decent it's shape. in grand shape here and i don't need to use that free transfer i might need it either to set up for the double in game week 25 after it was announced I might need it later on down the line to get rid of lads for Game Week twenty seven. I n- might need to just keep accumulating these two transfers every week. Yeah. So it did nothing. The team was in grand shape. Um definitely the right thing, Joe. I captain Salah, I just went with the majority. Play it safe. With the eighty five ninety percent of the, the Yeah, population. At this stage of the season and with a it's too risky to very it, yeah. reasonable rank, I don't think there's any need for me. No, to Goriski and also I don't own Aubameyang, so he probably was the most obvious yeah. alternative. Well, I had Aubameyang, and I think maybe like five percent of me was thinking should I, but just the sensible. You with Salah. The stats were Salah. Leicester just making a show of themselves defensively. The last game was um, conceding four against Wolves. Like yeah. Wolves aren't people consider no. Wolves an attacking team, And so do we? Like they are fun yeah. to watch, and they're not a high scoring team. You don't expect them to score three or four goals, like never. Two max. Uh, I had one big dilemma that I might yeah. talk through because I did put it into the the Twitter sphere. Yeah. Uh, I set up a poll. I wasn't sure whether to play. I had to play two out of these three players. I had so, uh, Danny no. Ings home to Palace. Have to play him. Anderson away to Wolves. Mm. And Richarlison, is he away to Huddersfield? He's away to Huddersfield, yeah, with the new manager. So yeah. I wasn't... I was kind of leaning towards... Benching Ings, and just yeah. talking to you, you said I should play it. Right, yeah, I was like, I wanted you to bench Anderson. Yeah, I was and talking to someone at work, he said bench Ings. So I said, I put it to a vote, and Richarlison and Ings won out there. They got 47% of the vote. So the Twitter community agreed with Willie. They agreed with you, and I actually went with that in the end. And I, I really wasn't sure. Like, we were in the pub earlier on, um, just getting prepared for the podcast, and I still. Was humming and hawing between Anderson and Ings Could Went I with imagine. Ings Yeah so Hopefully it's the right decision Yeah And The official rank is somewhere in the 6k mark And Look If we get a green arrow great I'm just uh, Delighted I didn't get a red arrow last yeah. Since the last pod I don't remember the last time we got a green arrow Do you know There was no game week since the last pod I'd, ra- I'd rather be in the 6k rank than the 67k rank So That's where I stand So yeah Hit me with a... How did you set up for Game Week 24? Well, did you have any dilemmas? Did you make any transfers? I Who did, was your I, captain? I did absolutely nothing. I was, I was like... A little bit of me before the Game Week announced was thinking Richardson to Jota. But as soon as the Double Game Week was announced, I was like... "Keep them in. I'm keeping him in. Seeing what happened. Like, like as I said, we'll discuss later. I'm not, yeah, we'll I'm go not, through the exact yeah, strategy. I'm but not all for bringing Everton players in, but I definitely wouldn't be moving them out before a Double Game Week, just from a statistical perspective. But... Look, simple enough. I'm with my 3 4 3. I had a Salah captain, a Like. You say I had a Bamiyang, but in very little amount of me was thinking, oh, I'm going to captain him. Even though there's guys on Twitter triple captain him, but it just wasn't for me. My only question mark was do I start Ashley Barnes, who's playing Man United away, or James Tompkins, Southampton away? And I, I'd just rather go with the 3 4 3 myself. And Ashley Barnes is good under nine statistics, if not much else. So. And United's defense is yeah. still a little bit ropey. A little bit ropey. So in the end, I just went for a Barons and. I'll always go with a forward, yeah. but yeah. to be honest, yeah. I think in that situation I might have lent towards Tompkins Yeah, but um, I, chance yeah. of a clean sheet has a bit of a goal threat. Yeah. But look, it's a coin flip. That's just me. Uh, yeah. But anyway. Yeah, that's it. Just but uh, we'll, we'll see what happens. And look, so. We've no idea what's going on, so. Uh, hopefully, okay. we both do well. Hopefully, you're not doing a really, really shit. So. We will have a look ahead now at game week 25, the double game week and what your thoughts and strategies are going to be for that. Yep. Cool. So game week 25, a few days ago, uh, we were all hit with that hammer because the hammer that blow that there would actually be a double game week in 25. I was delighted with my zero city players in my uh, FPL team. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, we, we said it earlier. It's a it's a really interesting double game week because there's no real obvious way of uh, attacking it. Yeah. Um, I think people are between a few different directions at the moment. Some people are planning on ignoring the whole thing. it completely, which I don't I don't agree with. It's see. not worth getting involved and just play your yeah. own game. Yeah, and uh, well, it's not happening. Other people are going the complete other way. Get in three city. Get in three Everton. Triple captain, Kurt Zuma. And then your whole team's destroyed for the rest of the season. Yeah, and that's a great move too. Some people are saying, maybe assess how many Everton, how many City players do you have at the minute? Do you need maybe one or two more? Um, yeah, like, be somewhere in between Really, that. we want a few City and Everton, especially City in for 25. But the main thing is make sure that we still have 11 starters for 27. Yeah, there's no point tearing up your team and exactly. being like full-blooded going into game week 25 and having to take a minus four, minus, minus eight. eight. yeah. You've just undone all the good work. Yeah. So, like you were saying, we need some Everton players and some City players and to be honest, yeah. I don't think I'd be mad to bring in to Everton players no. if I didn't have any. No, from an Everton perspective, Wolves at home and Man City at home, like, I don't know, I... I... I'd, I'd definitely be keeping on the Everton players that that I have you hear the, all these people moving out uh, Richarlison for Joe before this game week I definitely wouldn't be doing and that and that was after it was announced Yeah, and I thought that was a bit weird yeah but I, I, I don't know I, I wouldn't be bringing in Everton players but I've, I've Dean and Richarlison I definitely wouldn't be moving them out before a double game week just I'm from the, a statistical perspective I'm the exact same and if yeah. I didn't own Richarlison I wouldn't bring him in no I wouldn't bring him in either because his, his his stats just took a dive the last time and he's yeah. just finishing his shots on target have just been um where dropped the last few weeks even when he was involved But but on the same uh, On the flip side of that If I owned him I definitely wouldn't be getting rid of him Yeah and the other side of it Everyone City, City, City But the problem with City is they're in a lot of different cups They're in Champions League, they're in the League Cup They're in the FA Cup Like Everyone aren't really playing for much And I think their team is a lot more nailed They're a lot more likely to have a similar 11 in them two game weeks than City are Yep and then You have to add in there that Pep needs to win both of those games, really. He does. Like, I can't see Liverpool like slipping night. up too much. No, especially if you look at the fixtures at the end of the season, like it's it's advantage Liverpool, isn't it? I think so. They've a great yeah. run of fixtures. They're out of the FA Cup. Yeah. Um. So re- really, I don't know how you're thinking, but probably from my perspective, I'm thinking maybe four is the way to go. People are saying five, but if you want five players and to get back for 11... 11 playing A team of 11 And, I and if, if you up. happen to own Alonso or Hazard Yeah that's it. You, have to, you have to consider well. any uh, Brighton or Chelsea assets That you have as well Yeah, like if you have three Brighton assets You're in trouble You're in big Just trouble Just in general, in life probably <laughs> In life, yeah So really, I think I was reading on Twitter That you can't have any more than five players from Everton Man City Chelsea Or Brighton In 25 To be able to get back To a team of 11 With one sub like Yeah I'm happy enough To bench one or two yeah. Currently As I stand I own two Everton Like Yeah who do you own Yeah Happy to keep them Wouldn't think of getting rid of them At this stage Happy to keep them Yeah I only have Sterling Yeah From yeah. Uh, City If If I were you I'd be looking at one more City asset So I would Who do you bring in though Because I don't want any other defenders uh, What about Kyle Walker is too dear um, John Stones, I don't think, is nailed on for the two games. Laporte might be nailed, but is he not going to do? He's not going to get you a goal. He's not going to get, get really you offer point. a lot, and yeah. like Arsenal, Everton, what City's uh, defensive record hasn't been amazing no, lately. No. I think they've kept back to back clean sheets before. But yeah, before, the before that, will, did they keep cup clean sheets in the cup games? As yeah, well? before that, you're going back to game week thirteen. Yeah, so so it, Ederson's probably the one that you want if you're looking from a defense perspective. At least you know that he's nailed. I suppose he's an easy move if you owned Alisson Yeah. Like I have, I'm gone down the budget goalkeeper route. I've won four and a half million goalkeeper. Yeah. I'm not gonna make two transfers I, to get in Ederson. I don't know if he is an easy move. Like I was, like I have my original plan was uh, Alisson to Ederson. Uh, if he's nailed, I could swap him in without and it costing me anything. But the way I was looking at it, I was like, if Spironi is going to play, that he can come in 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 twenty seven and sit you at the blank, so I'd be covered. But now I think Guetta and Hennessy are fit, so I, I don't know if there's. um, I don't know if Spironi's going to be playing. Yeah. So, like but I said, it's a real it depends on your team. double game week. And I don't think anyone should go completely gung ho and just invest all of their uh, transfers no. and resources into that. Now, at the same time, I was having to think does it all depend on, one, where you are in your mini leagues or official rank? Yeah. And two, where do you want to end up? Like, do you think there is a case for... If someone wanted to make ground in their mini-league, if they're a little bit off top spot or the money places, is there a case for getting in just three city attackers and hoping for the best? Just um, go gung-ho? I suppose, well, as I said, maybe one city one city defender and two attackers. As I said, a lot of people have a Bamiyang, and a Bamiyang actually has City away. So it might be a good one-week punt on Aguero, but you're just so wary of the Aguero Jesus thing, aren't you? And minutes, but... Still, City, two games against Arsenal home Everton away, both dire at the back. You'd be expecting returns from either of them, wouldn't you? You would, and look, City's fixtures are quite tough. Like, yeah. on the 3rd of February, they play Arsenal. Three days later, they play Everton. And then, and three then days four later? days later, yeah. they play Chelsea. Chelsea, and that'll be such a massive game. Like, like those two, like you said, like, Arsenal are very beatable, but on their day, do you know, they bet Chelsea quite comfortably. That's it. They bet Spurs... A couple of months ago And like If Pep rotates his team a lot Against them And Doesn't take them seriously It is a banana skin Looking at all the stats and all It looks like Uh uh, obviously, Ederson is the most nailed out at 11. And it looks His like. The ceiling's quite low, though, isn't it? it to bring him in. Yeah, what well, is he? Two six points. He's, they're not going to concede many shots. And so it's a bit of a risk. It's definitely not for a hitter. And then you, have to, you can hit to bring him back in. Exactly. He's a premium goalie that you're going to yeah. go without in 27. Yeah, so, like, what's the point? But as, as I said, if you have. Uh, a subkeeper on the bench For 4 million That can play for 27 It might be worth the risk But And then there's Fernandinho He's probably the most nailed He is He missed a few games But that's because He was out injured If he's fit He plays So he does Without any shadow of a doubt But he's not really An FPL asset He's not an FPL asset And the other one That is coming up In all the stats Is um, Bernardo Silva Quite surprising He's obviously very fit But in a lot of the games Where they've played A lot of games close together Bernardo Silva's played all the games. But do you think with Kevin De Bruyne back and David Silva rested for uh, the cup games that I don't know if he'll be as nailed as he See, was? all those stats are based on a time when KDB was injured. Yeah. So we can't really take them... And how good did he look in the cup gospel. game? Yeah. Run some shot outside of the box. It was just quality, look, so... He you're probably looking at two spots between those three. Yeah. So the two Silvas, KDB... Is Gundogan still fit? Gundogan as well, yeah. He could easily come in. It's just... Uh, it's look, a real tough one And like people are look, gambling On KDB I wouldn't expect no, him To no. play two games at all Quality player but well, I'd be very surprised But look To me I don't know If you agree with me But I think Sterling And Sanier are the two To look at They were they didn't play a minute In either of the cup games Did they? And very no. little anyway And, and like they don't really have the strength and depth in those positions. They yeah. have Marez, but he just doesn't yeah. do the same job. He needs to be playing more a lot of the cup games and stuff. The fact he was playing the cup games might so, indicate that the two boys will be playing. I fully and, agree. If you're going to double up, nah, I think Sterling and Sané, Yeah. there's a good chance they'll start both games. Now They probably and, won't finish both. No, but you know I was saying I was playing it safe. I was like Abbott to Kun with the poor fixture and Alisson to Ederson if I'd help So keep or play. But I'm now thinking of playing my triple, my triple captain. On either Sané or Sterling. You might get a better choice. No, because I was actually, again, on Twitter, Ben Crellin saying, like, everyone's saying that Hazard could have great fixtures in 37, is it? Huddersfield home, Watford at home. Yeah. But there's, there, I think there's, like, just under a 40% chance of there actual being another double game mix. So we might not get the chance. So, I don't know, Arsenal home, Everton away. Like, it, like, if you look at the defensive statistics from both them teams and the eye test, I was saying all all season with them two teams. It's like there mightn't be a better option than than Sane or Sterling. I'm gonna take the risk. I think you anyway. You do far worse. Yeah, I'm Sane at the moment, but we'll I look into it and see how Sterling does tonight. Or Sounds good. How, now how going. we're not gonna go into any mad strategy at the minute. Um, we briefly touched on game week twenty five, and like I said, I don't think you should go. Uh, full-blown, all guns blazing into him. Yep. I also don't think sh- you should ignore it. I think somewhere in between is probably the, per- per- the right way I, to... I think uh, if you have four of, of the players, like from City, Everton, Chelsea and Brighton, and hopefully Everton and City, four allows you to sell two and bench two for game of 27. So and I don't. currently have four, including yeah. Hazard. Including Hazard, yeah. So you could, you could do a Hazard-Sane, maybe. Because I was looking at Dash... Um, Hazard actually, I think he has Huddersfield at home that, that week, and I was like, "That's a great fixture. I'm not going to do it." But then I looked into it a bit more depth, and I was like, Mendy might be out for a few weeks, so Sane could be more nailed." And uh, Hazard actually has City away and Tottenham away in the next two, so doesn't matter. Hazard, Hazard can just blow that's away he can all do, of them. He can do against anyone, but like we have to look at these things too for a double game week. Normally oh, I'd be like keep him in, but I think there's there's reason to see why Sane to Hazard could be a good option and triple captain them i agree now we usually take a few questions yeah we usually deal with them at the end of the pod yeah i just want to mention one at the minute from steo5 and it was an ambitious question he asked what is your plan for game week 25 uh what are you going to do with all the chips when's the best time to use everything basically how do i do the best that i possibly can of all my chips (laughs) out of uh, all the doubles out of all the blanks and to be honest at this moment, we don't think we're in the best position to answer that fully. No, we're probably going to look at it fully for the next podcast. We'll have more information. Yeah, and even and wait till the next round of the FA Cup, we'll have so much more information. know yeah. exactly how to play thirty-one at the minute D 5 It would just be speculating, and yeah. and we'd just be answering a question to answer it. I don't to think. Be honest, I think you're asking a that. little bit too much there, pal. Yeah, but <laughs> I think discussing twenty five and twenty seven is enough. Cool. So that's game week twenty five in the books. Yep. Right, Willie, let's move on to some listeners' questions. And we've got a few good ones this week. So yeah, I'll start good. with, on Twitter, FPL Rogue asks, There's lots of talk on Twitter about additional chips being needed. Why? Five is loads, and perhaps we should be reducing the number of chips? Or, are the requests coming from people who have used all their chips? So uh, FPL Rogue sounds a little bit cynical there, but... Yeah, no, I, I probably was, agree with him. I always thought it was a little bit of a, a tongue-in-cheek question. But anyway, the senior's question, it's was, it was quite interesting. So I started looking into I started looking into Norwegian FPL and the chips they use. And I, that's I, naturally the leap everyone would make. Yeah. Straight into about, Norwegian yeah. FPL. Yeah, well, people are just... You always hear people talking about Norwegian FPL players. Why are they so good? They're going to Norwegian FPL college. They're just way <laughs> smarter than us. So. Oh, wow. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. So, uh, yeah, I started looking into Norwegian And, I, like, when I... I see. You no, know, so you might definitely add a bit of um, excitement and unpredictability to our game. Anyway, so I came up. But I looked into the few of the chips that they use. So they have the park the bus chip, and I was like, that's a all out defense chip. The defenders get double points. Makes okay. sense. Yeah. Then they had this other chip, the striker rush chips. Double points for all strikers in a game week. Okay. A bit different. And then they had a. Uh, uh, double midfielder points by any chance Double midfielder No but they had something Pretty close They had two captains Which is good Because I'm always picking Between my captain and my vice And i always like Who will I pick But you get captain Full captain points From both your captain And your vice captain picks Okay So I was like God, There's a couple of things To look into And I was like They're quite exciting And I was always saying In the Norwegian games Because of the snow and stuff Like it's way more unpredictable They like They're not like you know, the way We have our chips And we play them Like so structured and stuff But they never know when there's going to be a blank game week because the weather is just mad over there. So it's like a different ball game. You really have to use your brain. Oh, sorry. I, so this is the actual Norwegian league. Yeah. No, El- Norwegians El- playing no, FPL. No, no, it's the Elitesarian Norwegian FPL. Sorry, I thought they had their own version where they just added on chips to the Premier League. No, John Crew and all his friends. Okay. Yeah, no, different game. But anyway, actually, I'm, I'm kind of only messing with it. I found that really interesting, but really, like, I definitely don't think we need any more chips in, in, in FPL. I concur. Like, yeah uh, <clears throat> A lot of people Are good though they, go, they say that the game Has gone way too predictable That all the good players Are using a near Identical chip strategy And are getting All the same players in At the end of the season For the double game weeks um, I don't know what you think But I'm probably I'm probably thinking A bit different Probably not my Not the popular opinion But Personally I like the chips I like the way people Are are rewarded For carefully planning And not blowing their chips On a whim Like Kirk always does Every year And <laughs> Destroys his rank But like You'll vouch for me That I'm, I off start So so slowly And even like Coming into like February or March I'm off in 200 or 300k 200-300k Like Three quarters of the way Through the season But I usually I don't even know why I have you on this podcast to be honest. Yeah why am Your I on this podcast but, that bad But anyway Usually I, I just Play all the chips And I do it kind of Strategically And the way you should do it And like I usually bump up To 250k By the end of it I'm usually 20-25k in the world and and like, what that does for me is like even when I'm having a really bad season, I think it it makes you feel good about the finish and you finish on a high you get a bit of a buzz, so I'm probably okay. against most people on Twitter. I, I like for the chips months, the way they are. I completely disagree with you. Yeah, I would not surprise. Um <laughs> so basically how many chips do we have? We've have two wild cards, a free hit, bench boost, bench boost and triple, triple captain. captain yeah. So it's at five. Yeah. Um some people would prefer that there's no captains. I don't know about you But I actually like The captain element Some people say It adds A bit of an element Of look Of random ability But I also like I like the real weeks Where there's a real choice Between captains Now they're probably yeah. Few and far between Like a lot of the time It's like Captain Sala yeah. Like I don't like it I prefer to Captain Salah. 80% but You're like Mr. Safe Yeah you know I like the weeks where Sala is Away to Man City And then you might have Aubameyang With a Mediocre fixture you yeah. have Hazard with an OK fixture. Yeah. And you might have someone else. And you're, you're or really... Or Charleston to, at home to Bournemouth. Yeah, and you really have to think about it. I prefer those weeks. It adds a little bit more to the game. I hate it when the decisions are made for you. Um, I definitely wouldn't want more chips. No, uh, definitely not. I think there's an element of bingo, like when you start adding more chips, people just fire random. them off in different weeks. And yeah. look, FPL is a... How much skill would you say is involved in FPL? Is it mainly skill, mainly luck, a bit of in-between, or... I think over 10 seasons it's a lot to do with skill. Over one season, though? Over one season, it's a lot. 38 games. Over 38 games, it's a certain amount to do with skill, a certain amount to do with random and luck and things just going your way. Yeah, and I would like to take... But you make your own luck as well by making the right decisions over season. I'd like to take as much luck as possible out of the game. Yeah. So... So, Believe it or not There's a lot of FPL players That aren't on Twitter Yeah do You know They don't play the game As seriously as we do They're not like Dickheads Really probably like us They just uh, play the game They <laughs> have bit a bit of crack They yeah. don't look down On anybody Now not me or you But like some people On Twitter will look down On people for yeah. Suggesting You know like, like Triple a, captain and Zuma lo- in a double yeah. game week Yeah why not though I though? thought it was a, yeah. a Solid uh, strategy <laughs> But but, uh, but if people like Might be like Massive Man United fans That are like I'm not going to pick any Liverpool players, like... Mm, perfect. So, the chips kind of work both ways. Yeah. So, just say you have your, like, guys on Twitter, slash people who take the game seriously. You have your casuals. So, using the chips effectively will uh, put the serious players ahead of the casuals. It gives them they a lot of They'll get far eyes. ahead. Yeah. But then all of the serious players play the exact same way. So, you have no real way of getting away from... Especially if you're in mini leagues with all them lads, like we are. Yeah, so if your aim is to finish up as high as possible, you're going to finish ahead of all the dead teams. You're going to finish ahead of all the teams that don't really take it seriously. But you're going to play those chips, I'd say 90% of people who consider themselves, and I keep saying serious, they're going to play them... Very similar. Very, yeah, similar to how everyone else does. And it kind of, it's a little bit boring to me. But you're still picking the right players. Like People are like, oh, it's the Zach, same way. But I think from doing it in previous years like, Sometimes I've picked Sun instead of Kane And it, it's like, has worked out really well Like, It's like you could still have 30-40 points difference just by Picking different players Yeah it's a slight difference I agree there mm. But it's still the same teams against yeah. the same other teams I see your so. point I don't know For me uh, I think the optimal is two wild cards That's it yeah. I think the game would be a lot purer People can't rely on making ground later on With the chips So no captains no, have captains, have two wild cards. Two cards. No chips. But you know, you hear a lot of people talking yeah, about it's kinda, the it's, chips. It, it, and yeah. they might say, look, I've had three red arrows over Christmas, but I'm going to catch all those dead teams when I use my chips. Yeah. Whereas I think there'd be a lot more pressure on people to make effective decisions on a week-to-week basis yeah. if they knew they didn't have those uh, chips yeah. in their pocket. Plus it's kind of cheap. Like It's not like at, at when we play like with all lads we know, but you know when we were playing with our friends a few years ago, and they don't even know about playing the chip strategically like. It's just yeah. cheating, like the lads are a hundred thousand ahead of me and I'm still like lads are gonna be ahead of you at the end of the season. That's yeah. so not my opinion, it's just fact, like. I think it dilutes the game somewhat. Yeah. And look, I would be happy with just two wild cards. So to answer an FPL Rogue's question, do we need additional chips? Definitely not. Um no. Are you happy with them as they are? I I'm happy less. With, I'm I'm happy with them as they are. As I said, that's an unpopular opinion, but I've given my reasons for it. That no, and they made sense. And look I think he makes a, a valid point when he says are these requests coming from people who have used all their chips? Like myself, in my wildcard, yeah. So yeah, that's our uh, opinions on the chips. Hope the helped. Chris Kish on Twitter asked Captain C, Salah versus Pogba. Now Chris, I'm going to have to stop you there because we're actually recording yeah. this on Tuesday night. We didn't get to see any of the lineups. Um, the matches are underway. It was, it's real hard to kind of Get a full handle on what we think of that question when we're recording yeah. in the middle of the matches. Plus, I'd be hundred percent Salah. Briefly, I would always go Salah mm. in a in that situation. Look, Salah eight point two, three points for a game. Pogba six point oh, eight points. Burnley have looked very good defensively the last few game weeks. Leicester made an absolute show of themselves the last yeah. game week. and just the owner- underlying stats are all they're good for both. But like Salah's just in a different league. At the and it's just game. the ownership as well. Yeah, so it's too big of a and, risk. Yeah, like. I don't think we need to take risks at this stage. I keep repeating like, it, but. To be honest, I, I don't really mean it. I don't know. I'd be surprised if 80 or 90% of people in the top 10, 20k aren't captain and salad this week. Cool. So, look, we didn't think it was a great time for us to answer that question. It's a good, good question, question, but not a great time. Yeah. In uh, the middle of a game week, it's more us than you. <laughs> it's not <laughs> you, son, it's us. Uh, so, we'll move on to the next question. And Elite FPL podcast yep. asks, when do you. Plan on bringing back in son If so Who for So I'll start with that Because I've never owned son So I think I'm Optimally placed To answer that I've never owned I haven't owned son Since last season Even though he's probably My favourite player In the league Alright then You just steal my thunder there You answer it You know. No you answer it No I'm just saying I bought one thing In the Christmas sales You know what it was Unfortunately I do know Because yeah, I've I've seen you rock up To five a side Wearing that The boys weren't impressed Like 12 They thought it was a North Korean jersey Delighted with yourself Yeah It's a South Korea jersey With sun on with the back H.M. sun on the back yep. This lad Quality. Is from Ireland Lives in the Bog arse of nowhere <laughs> And he's walking around With a South Korea jersey With sun on it But anyway Back yeah. to the question um, When do you plan on Bringing him back in sun If so who for As I said I've never owned sun Currently 8.6 million And I'm in no rush To get him back in I'll come over to you Because you own a jersey You probably love him You might have a different opinion Yeah But I'm very much Wait and see So When I was answering this question I decided to have a look at His minutes For the last few weeks So On the 13th of January He played 90 against Man United He did Tough 90 minutes (laughs) Three days later He played 89 minutes Against China Hmm. Had a little bit of a rest Six minutes later Ninety minutes against Bahrain, but then he only had a three minute break until he played ninety minutes against Qatar. How did they lose to Qatar? And then, it's a five day break until the Watford match. I have no idea how they lost to Qatar. I think uh, Murcio Pachetini. There was a few quid Just counting his lucky stars. Yeah. Uh, FPL managers have just been like. Put into yeah. a sense of confusion now We weren't expecting them back this soon. Well, Well when he came back Pochettini came out Pochettini came out And he said he was He was very tired He would no energy But uh, Yeah then he came out And said he, sh- he should be back And available to help the team and That doesn't <laughs> say Like what he thinks About the rest so, of the team when I was looking at this I thought there's two ways Of looking at it Yeah Spurs are minus Kane and Ali So Son is a less appealing option so, You yep. know he doesn't have The two boys to feed Or feed him uh, two other better players, two other yeah. more attacking players. Do you know I was just gonna say, Drew, I was like I was like I was a big Spurs fan coming to these fixtures, but I'm after watching three Spurs. We support Sp- everyone. Yeah. I'm after watching it's the Spurs. Th- <laughs> last week, but go on. I'm after watching the three Spurs games in a row and I thought they were so so poor. That game against Fulham, the first half, Fulham annihilated him. Did you see the cup game against Chelsea? Chelsea played him off the park. Hazard made a show of them. And you then there at that. the then there at the weekend, they like I dunno. They didn't look great in the FC Cup. Trippier look by far their most dangerous player. Look, they're tired. They're lacking a lot of their key players. Like, Lorente's under stats are great, but Lorente's just, he's a poor man's morale isn't he? Like, his stats mean absolutely nothing. <laughs> he's he's, he's a, a poor man's Jan Koller. Yeah, he's you know, I a love proper the, big man. Collar and Barosh. Oh, Neved. You? I love that team. I had that Czech Republic I was jersey. Say, did you have a, a Czech Republic jersey with Koller yeah, d- on the back? No, I had Pavel on the back. That was like, oh, Pavel Neved's one of my favourite players ever. Absolutely. So i give you that much. Yeah. They should have won that (laughs) European Championships. Actually, devastated. So, like I was saying, there's two ways of looking at him. Are Spurs a a less tantalising option that they're missing Kane and Ali, or is Son more appealing because they're missing? He could be the talisman. You know, everything could go through him. And when you look at the fixtures, Wofford, Newcastle, Leicester, Burnley. Yeah. Before things get a bit tougher. And like they're still gonna have a solid enough midfield base. He's still, I would imagine. If he's played through the middle He's still going to have the likes of Lamella Lucas Mora Lucas Moura's back uh, Yeah, Kudu or whatever you call that guy What's his name? George uh, George, Kevin and Kudu well, like Yeah that There's one. enough people Either side to actually play Sonny through the middle Yeah And he could be lethal He's lethal But I keep coming back to Pochettino saying He's physically empty You think Pochettino's saying This is what Sun said on South Korean TV After the Qatar game I know he made a show of his whole country But he said I felt physically empty I would rather not speak about it, but I haven't felt right physically. I was losing sleep. I should I should have looked after my condition better. So like, he's a superstar of South Korean football, and he's pretty much saying, I bottled it. Shocking. Now, the only thing is, you've mentioned his fixtures. Yeah. He's got Watford at home, Newcastle at home, Leicester at home. So I'd... Tottenham played a lot of games at the start of the season away from home. Yeah. And now they have all these matches at Wembley. At home, yeah, but... Uh, well at home At Wembley yeah But then they do play Burnley In week 27 Yeah And that's the blank game week That we know Which is a really nice picture isn't it? And like Burnley away um, I'm not sure how they're doing Against United at the minute But they're, but they're a lot more solid Than they were though aren't they Yeah You Like I think Aubameyang is the standout captain there But if you didn't own him I wouldn't put you off Captain and the likes of Sun No Definitely not so I, I'm the, thinking look, I don't think he's going Like I know uh, Pacini came out And I said he trained Really well today But I still I can't see him Start charting Against Watford Can you? Like not after all the come, Just after coming back From from Asia and stuff. See I think if you Bring him in You're taking a risk For a few reasons So hmm. one He doesn't start he, will, he won't start Two He does start But he is just Absolutely bollocks So tired and fatigued he's Which is come out And answered. said that he's Absolutely wrecked you know, So he either does nothing Or even worse He could get an injury Yeah um, and just, as, as I said before, Spurs, they're just not the same team without Kane, Ali, Sun in full form. Like, they're not. No, I agree there. And, like, they don't look, they're don't. they playing Watford at home, but we've said it before. Watford are one of those teams that could yeah. lose to or beat anybody. Yeah, you just don't know what you're going to get on the day. Now, I know they concede so many chances, but... I wouldn't just, be shocked to see Watford come out and even do Spurs at home. Yeah. But the other side of it, of Drew, is if you are getting Sun in... It's Newcastle Leicester You have to kind of get him in for the Newcastle game, don't you? Otherwise, you're not going to get the the value So I think out of so. Um, it's a decision to make. He's like he's only five percent owned. Yeah. Uh, I was thinking great differential. I'd avoid him at the minute. Mm-hmm. I think it's very much a wait and see. But yeah. he could be an excellent differential, especially yeah. as I, I suppose plenty of people will ignore him because they're looking to exploit game week twenty five and get in the double game week players. Yeah. So if you. Avoid those players Say If you think Everton aren't going to do anything uh, City are too open To rotation for me I'm yeah. going to Take a chance And bring in Sun If he fires He's going to be yeah. A great differential Well do you, do you know Who has the most uh, Points per 90 All season Kurtzuma. Kurtzuma. I thought you were going to say Leroy Sané Who is it? It's actually Hung Min Sun 8.9 points per What if I captained Kurtzuma? Triple <laughs> captained him He'd have more points No? No Mad that he's getting on Ahead of mean, Actually isn't it I don't know Back to back Attacking returns He's uh, As Colombian superstar though He's quickly becoming A darling of this podcast mm-hmm. He's up there with A Kurtzuna Rondon And a Ralph Hasenhudel I don't even know Where was from France. Darling if you I know. Anyway son For me it's very much Wait and see But Don't wait too long If he's looking anyway good Get him yeah, in That's exactly If, if he's what do you think? I have here, I have here uh, get back if back to full fitness. Look at the Watford Wef- game see if he comes on for the last 30 minutes if he looks fit. And you're pr- anyway sorted for the with your city if you've a couple of city players in for the double I'd say bring him in especially with Kane out and the nice fixtures and he's just it's just top quality but yeah highly unlikely I'd bring him. I, I just I don't know I just don't trust Spurs anymore and I just don't think Son's fully fit. A few questions out of the way. I had just one topic I want to Pick your brains on And that was So was the biggest move Of the January transfer window Chelsea brought in Gonzalo Gonzalo Higuain Yeah uh, What do you think Is he going to be hit Miss No, Somewhere tough. in between It's somewhere in between I think I'd go for it. Look Higuain 9, 9.5 I thought that was a fair enough Price point I don't know Did you watch the cup game Against Sheffield Wednesday No I've only read about it Yeah I thought he looked People were saying he didn't look great I thought he looked decently Two good chances He had a uh, uh, a shot that he kind of miscued, and then he had a good header that just went wide as well. But What do you think about him turning down the penalty? Yeah, that was a bit of a worry, wasn't it? William William's such a nice guy, is yeah. he? went over to him and said, have it, and he was like... Like, he's obviously no. just not an absolute killer, you know? Just no, out no. for goals. He's, he's a nice guy. But um, a couple of things I was considering. I was like, as I said, did you watch the Spurs game in the league? I How did, come? yeah. How good was Hazard? He was back to his best, absolutely... To be honest, if I never I'm, thought he went away for that long. No, top people went a bit over the top saying he was gone. Did did the, the underlying stats were there was only one game he was poor in the yeah. last league game. He actually didn't did very little. But just I thought he was top quality. It was just so good to watch him when he's like that, isn't it? But even but, when he's blanking and not getting the FPL returns, yeah, ninety percent of the games he is great to watch. He's great to watch. Now. It's and very he, rare you get a poor performance and poor stats. Yeah, and you know when you click on the statistics and you're like touches in final third, passes received in final third, like. He's on a different stratosphere to anybody else in the, in the Premier League But anyway so I'm thinking maybe Higuain coming in Does that like mean that uh, Hazard's going to be back out on the wing again where he's, Hopefully he, Yeah and he could get some good results So anyway I said we'd look into Gonzalo Higuain And how, he, how he's got on in the past And the one thing that stands out under Sarri That season for Napoli 2016-2017 36 goals in 35 games Serie a record It was only so it two was, years ago I suppose It was only two years ago and if you look at it, he's one of the few players, he's got over 100 goals in Serie A and 100 goals in the Liga. And it's like that would suggest that he can cut the mustard. saying he'll score 100 goals a season? I'm <laughs> <laughs> saying that suggests that he can cut the mustard in the Premier League. Are you when, worried that he's like 31? Well, this, uh, People often say that he's like overweight. He's actually looking quite lean, I he think. He does look quite lean, Look, but definitely looks something to look at. Like when uh, Ronaldo went to Juventus, Higuain was pretty much fucked out. He said, yeah. we don't want you anymore. And then I looked into the stats in the games. I get to watch very little Saraje, you know. But he scored uh, six goals and two assists in 15 games for AC Milan this season. Which Isn't was, great. No, it's not great, but it doesn't sound too bad. But when you look into it more, you see that the uh, four games, four of the goals came in the first five games. So he's really done very little since. And what happened to him was that they were playing uh, Juve in, a, in a, I think it was the league game. I've seen that. Actually. And he uh, missed a penalty, Yeah. got a red card, and you know who scored the, w- the winning penalty for Juventus? Mr. CR7. One one CR7. Yeah. So, and then I was like, let's look into the stats a bit more. In 2015 2016, that season at Napoli, a 1.1 XG per game. That's pretty amazing. And that's dropped down to 0.4 X, roughly about XG with Milan this season. Yeah. And another thing I've seen was 2015 2016, he did an 18% conversion rate. And this season, he has a 10% conversion rate. And the thing that worries me That's lower than Marat <laughs> <laughs> It's like Oh my god That's not good And another thing I just wanted to mention i just seen it He said um, Four yellows and a red For Milan this year So he still has that little bit of uh, South American hot-headedness might be, something not to keeping, happy might be something to keep at, Yeah, And the low Actually I've seen The low 10% uh, Strike rate Means that he wouldn't be a man For the old bonus points If not one of his shots Are on target So that's something to look at But then when you look born with huddersfield Brighton Three of the next four if he's ever going to do it, he's a great star. He's anyway. going to do and it now, so I can imagine he's th- going to be nailed on as yeah. well. Yeah, and who is he competing with? Nine point five million with Firmino. It's it's an interesting one. Maybe Vardy for the fixtures coming up. He's eight yeah. point something, is he? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, Vardy as well. I know you were saying Kirk's. Kirk's actually, I thought he didn't fancy him, but I think he actually brought. Him Kirk's in. brought you in you in? Like you were saying, he didn't fancy him. Let him an an FPL ball. An FPL ball, but I don't know. I think he's going to do okay. I don't think he's going to do amazing, but I don't think he's going to make a show of himself either. And I think like. If Hazard's putting it on his head and putting him from three or four yards out. He's gonna he's gonna get a few goals. He has to. Yeah, a few things come into my head. Um, he's a better finisher than finisher than Morata, no doubt by a uh, mile. He probably understands the offside rule, so that would put him ahead <laughs> to of start, Murata. Like yeah, he has a brain. Yeah. Uh, to be honest, he gets a lot of stick. Uh, he missed that chance in the World Cup final. He missed a couple of chances in big Copa America games, yeah. but there's no doubt over the years. Like watching him for rate, even, Real Madrid, Napoli, Juve. he's even, a great finisher. Even Argentina, strike rate is is still very very good. Yeah. Like it's better than one and two. And is someone who is often considered heavy. Yeah. His movement is quite good. Yeah. Like he's got good attacking movement. He. I thought he looked dangerous now in the in the game against Manchester. Yeah, he he can stay on the the last man's shoulder, beat the offside trap, and you don't need a uh, searing pace if you can time your runs, and he usually can time them quite well. And so, if he maintains even three quarters of his ability, I think he's definitely an improvement on what Chelsea have. Like yeah. I'm a a big fan of Giroud uh really but just handsome not to get you footballer goal, yeah. but uh he's not That's very good. mobile. No, no. You know, he's good at what he does, he holds up the play, he's good in the air, score you a few headers, yeah. will score you a couple of spectacular goals, but he's not gonna run in bet- behind ever. No. And like I said, he grinds not fast but he is quite clever. Yeah. And and like everyone's like looking at all these poor stats at Milan. We have to realise that Milan are having an absolutely terrible season. Yeah. I think that Turkish guy Kirmaglu. I don't know. No, that's not Kirmaglu, but it's one of the Turkish internationals. I, I know, have. yeah. He means the, the free kick specialist. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Is it, it was Kalanoglu. yeah. But he's having. They're like I think he was out injured and he's not having a great season. So yeah, like, there's actually, not much creativity there. No, so they're clawing their right way back now. They're up into yeah. the top four. Oh, All right. But like, shows Serie A was. No, a few weeks ago they were doing absolutely terribly. Yeah. And. But um, They're twenty four points behind Juventus. Really, I don't know if we are getting get it, but I I do think that like. Higuain coming in means a definite hold for Hazard yeah I agree yeah, with that yeah as you know to discuss it with. but I, I do think that like it'll definitely improve um, Hazard's output so it's definitely not a bad thing for Chelsea and we don't have to worry about Hazard losing it's not Panthers a or. bad thing for FPL either because no. a few weeks ago I was getting worried that all the decisions were getting made first yeah uh, Kane got injured everyone was able to get rid of him people like myself who had no Salah could get him back in yeah. there's a do you know a lot of Events aligning where people were just making the same Made decisions. it simpler for us, like... Yeah, so, like, Higuain coming in. If he starts banging, that's going to confuse people. Yeah. We have the double game week in 25 coming up. Mm. People are uh, attacking that in very different ways. So, all yeah. these things kind of... going to be interesting, isn't it? Getting so? put into a big FPL melting pot can only yeah. be a good thing for me. Yeah. So, final decision on Higuain. Hit or miss, you can't go in the middle. So... Will he score What are we Week 24 With the fixtures Will he score 8 league goals or more Give me Over or under over. I'm going to go under Over Okay I love just Disagreeing with you now Will I always disagree agree too. Disagree with you Yeah But uh, watch the space Yeah I think he'll do quite well But He might That's just well, As I said He's 31 He's going downhill but he's still. So everyone sell Salah buy hig You <laughs> will be you will be flying lads. Yeah. <laughs> right, moving on to our two weekly segments, and we actually didn't get time to do a Renegades captains poll, so let's forget about that. Yeah. But we put together a, ragball rangers version of the two Renegades. Min- squad. Two was it? it? Was literally a two minute job um, finished work, made the dinner. Ran up to the pub, met Willy, and we put together a team in about two minutes. Finished work. I was on holidays for a couple of days. <laughs> and rushed back to the pub. Usually we uh, <laughs> pick this team over a WhatsApp group between me, Willy, and Kirks. We'll put a good bit of thought into it. There'll be a lot of disagreement, but no time. So, so whoever got us this week is probably has a massive advantage. Yeah, it's FPL Green Arrow is playing us. I honestly haven't even got time to look at his team. I haven't posted either of our teams on Twitter because it was literally run to the pub, meet you, come back to the studio. Studio. Can you call yeah. it a studio? Yeah. And uh, record in the, the podcast. Yeah. But uh, Green Arrow, we will post them up tomorrow and you'll see how you're doing. So, anyway, we went Fabianski in goal. Bednarak, Doherty, Dinya, Sala captain, Pogba, Sane, Richarlison. Ings, Aubameyang, and Rashford. Looks good on paper. On paper, it looks absolutely fine. We when. went the safe option with Salah as our captain. and I'm sure we'll be fine. Look, we don't know anything about it till we uh, look up Green Arrow's team and compare them. So we'll leave it at that, will we? Yeah, we'll leave it at that. Cool. Now, we're coming to the end of the podcast now, and we've probably been alluding to the fact all the way through that we haven't been keeping in touch with the scores. Yeah. Like, we're recording pretty much live... In sync with the... Live. (laughs) In sync with the matches. (laughs) So now, Willie, I'm going to actually open up live score and we're going to check the scores and see how our teams are doing. I'm very scared. So I have them up now. So Arsenal are winning 2-1 against Cardiff. Come on, Ah, Obamiang Loading, loading, loading. Obamiang has a goal and an assist. He has an assist as well. Another one from Lacazette. Lacazette has scored a goal. And Arsenal have conceded, so... A lot of the people that brought Kalasnic in won't be overly happy to Kalasnic yep. even start. Fulham for Brighton too. Does what? anyone have any of those players? How many did Mitrovic score? The stats oh. man. Everton are one 0 up against Huddersfield, so hopefully hopefully Deenia has a, a haul there. I'm sure he does. Um Richarlison. Get in. Dinya red card. What? For fuck's sake. Oh my god. I don't know what's going on here. Uh, if I'm looking at this He didn't even start Leighton Baines Got so Dean in the 50. came on On 55 minutes So he's had an own goal <laughs> He's got a red card <laughs> And me like I'm like Lucas Dean's biggest fan That's just... uh, The cat amongst the pigeons For a double game week 25 You can just fuck You can't hold out. him Like it looks like a straight red, isn't it? I can't hold TAA anymore, right? Oh my god, that is just we We'll so need to keep sick. an eye and see if it's anything that's anyway debatable and if it could be rescinded. Match day is gonna be fun tonight. Is it matchday on tonight? Is it gonna be tomorrow that's it Tomorrow. Yeah, but if it's yeah. a straight red card, he's gone for yeah. our double game weeks. Look at this, three 0 wolves. Come on, Matt Daugherty. Did Daugherty start? This internet is sick. I hope he did. He was quality in the cup game against Shrewbury. He did start He, did he came start. straight back Into the team
1: Oh uh, my god Diego
0: Iota scored Didn't score no, he Started he sorry The main man scored twice Ah Raul Raul him him and You have your team Don't you I do At the minute He's one of the few Shining lights in my team um, It's looking like A bit of a Ah Evie. This is this has just Made my night Fucks Ah I ah, see that now Paul Pogba's after scoring We have him But they're losing 2-1 But I don't care about that and Ashley Barnes has scored a goal My man Ashley Barnes I told you last week You had him on your, as your third sub And mm. I said This is going to be the week Where your third sub Ashley Barnes Finally gets the points So what did I do? I put him in my first 11 this week Drew and Do you know what? It gets even worse Even as a Man United did fan he? This gives me no great uh, joy City are losing as well Oh Kirk's would be delighted come on Newcastle all Newcastle um, scored in the first minute as well Oh, Kevin LeBron, yellow, Raheem. This is just putting this game at 27. What are we going to do? This is actually way more exciting than uh, usual when I'm checking oh. the well, scores you know, every minute. With, not only did Solomon Rondon score. My Rondon! Camp, Rondon! That's <coughs> probably <especially> my <coughs> main man. See this lad, Isaac Hayden? Yeah. Do you want to know something about him? He's Aston If Vinos. he played for he, Villa, I, I don't care. No, no, no. He's Aston Villa's number one transfer target in the... In the January transfer window So That's probably He's going to be leaving Newcastle With assist And moving to and Better and brighter is, pastures His new. price has just gone up By, by 5 million uh, And hopefully That contributes To you Going into administration He could someday. be the man That gets back batch the know, Premier when Dr. Zhao leaves Or whatever his name Dr. is Dr. Zhao is and gone. leaves you in a pool of debt Is he gone? Yeah he's gone He owns like 2% of the clover or something We're like We're minted now We have like the second richest owner after the man city owner we shouldn't holding. be talking about a championship club <laughs> on an FPL show but they're not an actual real championship club though are they so the biggest Jesus. clubs in world football good few shocks there um, tomorrow we have bournemouth against chelsea southampton palace liverpool Leicester and spurs watford so Plenty more FPL points up for grabs, but... And can I just say one thing? Just might as well tell you You're something. going to anyway. Hazard's going to go mad against Bournemouth. I was looking at his record, goals, assist, everything. He's just a superstar against Bournemouth. So, all these people that sold him and took him out of their team, sickened. <laughs> that, that, that might age very well. Anyway, we'll leave it in. <laughs> and that is our wrap episode 11 in the bag. Boom. Thanks for joining us, Willie. Thanks for having me, Drew. Another enjoyable pod. I've not enjoyed it. If you did enjoy this, please do check us out on Twitter. We are the FPL Renegades Podcast, at Renegades FPL. Tell your friends, share the pod round, spread the word. Just help us uh, get it up, just get out it there. running. Yep. Uh, I'm still a little bit shocked by all these results. I haven't had time to process them. That fucking Dina minus two is just sick. City are losing. United just snatched a late equaliser. I don't think I'm on for a green arrow. Do you? Um, I don't know. Hopefully I won't get a red arrow anyway. Well, I suppose we have all Maybe the I'll t- get one of those little circles. <laughs> they're they're rare. They apart, rare. They're like unicorns. Yeah, so they, they are, yeah. But uh, look, there's a load of matches to play tomorrow and hopefully it'll bring us back into the game. Salah with a double, two goals and assists. Double hat trick. Double hat trick. So thanks for joining us. Thanks so much, uh, guys. We do appreciate people listening. So good luck and good, good night. night.